Hi, welcome to the Disabled Diva Talks, an informal podcast that is unscripted, unedited, just a simple sit-down conversation with me. So this is episode two, where I am talking about accepting that my abdominal pain will never go away. So you might think that, you know, living with chronic illnesses like fibromyalgia and psoriatic disease, that it would be easier to accept having another incurable condition. But it isn't. One reason is it's something that very few people know about, even less than my other issues, Um, or they don't think it's a big deal at all. And the third being, it's one that I've never had any success in relieving. Um, fibromyalgia and psoriatic arthritis, I have. Um, their pain, my pain was out of control this past year. Well, especially this past six to nine, well, it was the past six to nine months before December. So a good portion of 2020 was really bad. And that was my fault. It's because of the abdominal pain. I catered to it and I didn't stick to my pain management plan that had been so successful at relieving my fibro and psoriasis pain. So because of that, that my flares were completely out of control. And in December, I knew something had to change. And that's why I started the reboot. And I'm now what three, three months into the reboot. And I've already noticed a significant difference. Um, That pain is so close to being back under control. Um, It's going to be a while probably till it's ever back to where it really was at its best in like 17 and 18. But that's only because of the additional abdominal pain right now. Without that, I believe I'd be right back where I was, um, which was a good spot. However, as everyone knows, when you have an injury or another sickness or another condition come into the mix, it throws everything off kilter. So when a muscle rips, my whole body reacts to it. Every condition I have reacts to it. You know, I can't stop at that. (laughs) And so then I just have to up my efforts on the other pain. Problem is nothing I, nothing I do, nothing I do touches the abdominal pain. Um, To give you just kind of a quick little history of my abdominal pain and why I am have come to the conclusion that the next scan is going to have no answers and it's not going to lead to the resolution that I desire, which is to not have pain is that I, since well, 2002, I have suffered from endometriosis adhesions, um, They would pull on my organs. They would rip from my sidewall. They would pull my organs so far to my sidewall that the organs would actually attach to the sidewall. I've had ovarian cysts, had them burst, 
had them attached to things and rearranged my insides and had my bowels strangled. Um, had a botched hysterectomy that led to more muscle damage in my abdomen because for two years, nobody would listen to me. That was two years of <laughs> seeing 21 surgeons. Yeah. Then I had three surgeries, three surgeries to fix the botched hysterectomy. Um, so I, I know I'm not going to get answers. I never do. I've had so many MRIs. I've had so many CAT scans. I've had ultrasounds. I've had the only time anything is discovered is in surgery. Now I want to explain something. I don't like having surgery. <laughs> of course, I don't think anybody should like it. It's, it's not fun, right? Um, but it's, for me, it's beyond that. I can't be on pharmaceutical pain medication for more than one dose. Seriously. And that's in the, that's, that's having it liquid form, them putting it through my IV. Just one dose of a pill form and I break out in hives where I can make it through just one dose if I have to of what they can give me in the hospital. But then after that, I start burning and itching inside and out and I cannot stand it. It's horrible. Um, but in addition to having issues with the pain medication they give me in the hospital, I also have some extreme sensitivities and I've had some extreme allergic reactions to most sutures. And apparently there's only two surgeons out of all the surgeries I've had in my life that seem to know where to find this certain suture that will actually dissolve in me. Um, anyways, so the, I have a lot of reasons for not wanting to have surgery. I'm not a surgery chaser by any means, nor am I a, a drug chaser. I don't want their pain medication. It does not help me. I want it, people to understand, especially my friends and family who sit there and say, oh, I need to be on them and ask, why aren't they doing this? And why aren't they doing that? And well, you need to be, do you know how much, what it costs to keep hammering your case to people who do not want to hear it, to people the minute they open your file and see your chronic pain, that your abdomen pain is not something new. It's just something you've been, even though it's had taken on different forms throughout your life, it is consistent that as soon as they see that, they close the folder and they're done with you. It not only costs money, but dear Lord, physically, when you're already in so much pain, that's all my life would be. Just increasing pain from going, keep going to the doctor, keep going to the doctor, keep going to the doctor. I want to live. Not to mention, it's depressing. For those two years, by the end of the two years that I went seeing a different surgeon, sometimes multiple surgeons in a month, 
And each time having to figure out how am I going to get there? How am I going to have the strength to get there? Make room in the budget from, so we can repeat the same useless tasks. But then to have these doctors completely dismiss your pain because they don't want to talk about it. Oh, and especially when they find out that you've had not one, but two surgeons make errors in the vicinity of your chronic pain. They all see this and they won't discuss it. They, you, you just, you see their eyes when it hits that part of the file and you just know. And I'm like, yep, they're done with me. That's it. But anyways, during that first two years, I said, I could read it. I knew it. And it, was, it just hurt because they wouldn't address it at all. It was just like, oh no, we're going to blame it on fibromyalgia. That, that's your problem. It's like, no, this is not fibromyalgia pain. And then when you try to bring it up, what it really is, they either walk out of the room, they just shut it down, say, no, where did I get my medical degree? Or they might agree with me and say, you're right, but there's nothing you can do about it because it'll just come right back. And I was like, look, buying me any relief's not an issue, not a, an option, apparently. And that was kind of the fight I had in 2016 when I went through this the last time. It's emotionally exhausted to be told over and over, we're not willing to help you. They will not fully acknowledge the cause of the pain. They won't give you an answer even. I don't want to go through it. When I was in my 30s, I had, well, I didn't think I had the strength at the time, but I, apparently I did. I'm 52. I want to start enjoying life, pain or not. And I can do things, I just can't do it the way I use, well, like a normal person, I guess, would. Whatever. So, you know, I want to be clear, first of all, I'm not issuing medical advice. I am no way telling anybody that you should just give up on a pain that you think is, you know, obviously if you, if you think there's something, you know, scary wrong with you, push, 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 fight, fight, fight. I'm just sharing my personal experience. I do not feel like my life is in danger at this point. It's painful. It freaking hurts. And yeah, my life would be in danger if I tried to function like I had a normal body and wasn't dealing with a, abdomen that was completely disintegrating on me. Um, yeah, of course then my life would be in danger, but I'm not doing that. I'm practicing what I preach, which is learning to live with my pain and how to keep it from escalating and how to make up for the limitations that creates. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially at my age. Um, I guess really I said where I'm at is I want to enjoy my life as much as I can. Even if it means that I'm going to be in pain. I just, I don't have the energy to be in fight mode and not just the energy. It's just, 
that's not where how I want to spend my the rest of my life. And again, this is just my personal experience. I will be the first to tell you if I feel something ripped that I don't think should have ripped, I will be at a doctor's door. But as long as it's what I have have going on right now, I don't see a point to keep harping. Um, I'm going to follow through. So I do want to be clear. I've not given up. I'm just not going to be hardcore. Like that's the only goal I have in life because it's not. Um, I'm for me. If I do that, then it it is my life, and it's, I don't want it to be my life. And there is also that 99.9% chance that, you know what, the doctors are right. Although I wish they would put it in writing, put it down on paper. Let's, let's make this official. And in fact, that, that will probably be what is said at my next appointment when, when they've exhausted all their resources and still want to tell me if there's nothing wrong. Um, they just sit there and smile at me like I'm an idiot. Um, I want them to put down in writing that <laughs> why they will not pursue it. Just with, for my own peace of mind. But they said, because they are probably right. I mean, I, I know they're right as in, I know the adhesions will come back. Well, it was just my fear that how much damage is being done to now other things like my abdominal muscle, it'll never be fixable. It'll, and if we could catch it before it became unfixable, you know, I guess I'm just, I'm kind of looking for any glimmer of hope. And as I even just hear myself saying that I'm realizing I don't think I have much hope. Anyways, with that said, the longest period of time I have ever had relief from pains from abdominal adhesions. And like I said, that pain varies. Sometimes it will strangle my bowels. Sometimes it will like pull down on my rib cage. Sometimes it will. They will form a band around my rib cage. Sometimes they pull my bladder. Sometimes they pull my rectum. Sometimes they rip my muscles. Um, it's always a different pain, but Sometimes it's all multiple on top of each other. You just, you don't know what you're going to get. You can't plan around it. You can't plan for it. You just have to deal with whatever moments you have. But the longest amount of time I have had without major interruption of my life from it is 18 months. And that's only happened... Three times, I think, since 2002. Yeah. Other than that, whether it be from after surgery or after having a really good rip 
we're going on a fast ride at Disneyland, um, which I did get 18 months out of that. That was the last one in 16 when the doctors refused to do surgery. And I looked at the doctor and I said, so should I go to Disneyland and ride Space Mountain until it rips? And he's like, well, I wouldn't recommend it, but and I'm like, fine. And that's what I ended up doing. And it did. It bought me 18 months of, of pain relief. And so if anyone is wondering why I am so excited about Disney opening up, it's because it is part of my of my healthcare plan. It um really is. <laughs> it's it's physical therapy for me. It's um it's a medical treatment. It's not just a place to go half time. Um but typically uh the pain would especially after surgery um would return with and and even like I said even after the rides um typically returns within three months the soonest the, the shortest span I had was three weeks that one really sucked I hadn't even recovered from the surgery before the pain returned it's like that that was very disappointing <laughs> um so you know what whether I'm ever diagnosed correctly well, actually, to be diagnosed correctly so they can actually know exactly what is happening in me. It's going to depend on whether my whether what is going on in there brings about enough trouble to bring me to the brink of death. Of course, then, by then, it's going to be too late. But in the meantime, I will continue to fight. And again, fighting doesn't mean, oh... I'm going to live a, a life I don't, that I don't have. I don't have a healthy body. I don't have a body who can perform like everybody else's. That's not fighting. Fighting is finding ways to keep the pain low while still getting to do as much as I want. Um, and functioning in the world as well as I can. That's fighting. You know... And so with this doctor in this last visit, re she reiterated that, you know, yeah, adhesions are just going to return after surgery. We don't want that. I'm not feeling optimistic that I will ever experience relief from this horrendous pain. So the purpose really of this podcast this week, or yeah, this week, is I want my friends and family who are waiting for me to get better, better to understand it ain't going to happen. Um, what will happen is you're, you will, I will continue to find ways to make living with this pain easier. Um, but if you're waiting for an answer or a specific diagnosis or a solution to my pain, just stop. It's, it's just, it's not going to happen. Nobody's going to touch me. The damage is done. The source will return even if they do. And if there is something else going on, my history with adhesions are going to continue to get in the way. It is just what it is. Again, I want to be so clear. I've not given up. I know I sound emotional because I am. 
because that's what life is when you live with um, something that's incurable. It's emotional. But you know what? I do plan on living well, despite my pain. I just have to accept that it's going to take a long time to get answers and that I may never have answers. And to remember, not everything's fixable. Fibromyalgia, cerratic arthritis, psoriasis, they're not fixable. I'm going to have them for the rest of my life. But, again, I'm, my attitude would probably be different if I hadn't, if I haven't, hadn't been so successful at reducing pains, those pains. So it's your turn. No matter what your chronic illness or pain is, you've had to reach some level of acceptance at some point. Whether it was just even accepting that you had the diagnosis or that you were going to have to be on medication for the rest of your life, or that there was a certain pain or limitation that you're going to have to accept and learn to work around. Um, which particular pain or symptom has been the hardest for you to accept? And what about your friends and family? Are they struggling to accept the same ones that you are? Or did, are there other parts of your illness that they are struggling to accept? You can leave a, um, a voice message and I will add it to the um, to the podcast so others can hear it as well. Or you can comment down below on the blog post. Either way, I would love to hear from you and so would others because that is what living with chronic illness is all about, is supporting each other. That's what makes it easier for us to get through each day is knowing that we are here for each other. With that said, uh, have a great weekend. Um, those of you who celebrate, I wish you the happiest of Easter's. And um, we will talk again soon.